What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast. Actually, more like your regularly scheduled Geek Boutique Podcast because it's been a couple weeks, you know, of craziness. Uh, but we are back as your regular favorite nerdy, geeky, old bearded white dude show. That's <laughs> right. The Geek Boutique. Very. Guys, uh we've got a guest here this week uh, mr sam sino we're gonna be talking some wrestling sam first of all how are you doing fantastic gentlemen thank you for having me really appreciate it i do thanks for coming back it's been a while man of course. Actually, i feel like it's been almost a year since you've been on ah that sounds uh, about right yeah it's been a long time since you've been on uh and then this gentleman over here. <laughs> oh, hi. Mike and Mike and over here. There you go. Up in here. Mr. Messiah Complex Cosplay, a.k.a. Hi. Jeff. How you doing? Oh, so delicious. Oh, ooey, gooey chunks, JS. How are you? I'm still I'm recovering. Not gonna I was lie. just going to ask, are you still recovering from last from weekend? From last weekend. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we, we yeah, went a little, yeah, yeah. we might have gone a little hard last weekend, but that that's good, man. That's, that's these super cool ass friends of ours. Uh, all they came down from Schwa and then a bunch of other friends joined us. And we had this crazy, epic, newsworthy event on May the 4th, celebrate Star Wars. And so we got drunk on Thursday and then we got drunk on Friday. And then I might have had a few myself on Saturday. So come Sunday, I was like, ooh, I should slow down. I'm old. And I did. And now we're here and everything's good. How are you? Because that you did all that three hours from home. So you still had to like drive yeah. home Saturday. Yeah. Like you didn't uh, get home. I think you messaged me at like 6 p.m. before you got home on Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was dinner time. Yeah. Yeah. By the time yeah. we got home. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you which I mean, back, it is dude. what it is. I mean, we caught a little bit of traffic uh yeah pretty tired but same yeah. as you like we had a couple drinks too on saturday night you know yeah, yeah, some friends. yeah yeah and then it's like oh i don't know how much more my liver can take here <laughs> yeah. holy shit like yeah. we went you know pretty hard for three what do you days, need a so. liver for it's overrated it fixes itself yeah, well fair fine. enough uh but no what a great weekend i mean london has a geek community like i've rarely seen anywhere else um i i gotta say it london has great comic book shops it's got a bunch of great cosplayers um people love to hang out i mean the, the turnout even like not just the cosplayers but the people that just showed up i mean it was crazy i i am so so happy we raised a little bit of money for dad club london um I mean we're gonna make we're gonna be making posts FYI guys about this. Okay, we're gonna have some posts coming on Instagram. Uh we're gonna post some pictures, we're gonna post some details about you know how much we raised, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's just been such a hectic week for us. We just haven't had a chance to do anything. I was in Ottawa the last two days for work. Uh, very, I'm very, very sorry. Like I was saying, in in the last uh I want to say 36 hours, I've spent eleven of those on a train and Two of those in Ubers. Yeah. Anyway, it's you know, it's train been a week. Is a, train is a distinguished way to travel, though. It's all good. I, it's, it's, dude, if I have my preference, it's train every single time, brother. Mm. I love between a, a bus, a car, a plane, and a train. I will choose a train a ninety-nine times out of a hundred, dude. I love yeah, train I mean, travel. No, not a fan. Yeah. No, 
I love just sitting little seat. Yeah, but you like you don't have to like it just and... it just goes there. Like they just you like get you there don't when have you get to get there. You don't got to and, worry. And, and and like they take care. Like they do everything. Like you don't have to. Well, drive you can't worry, Sam, because you never know when you're going to actually get there because the trains are always that's late, right? Wow, like there's always true. something. That's true, but so <clears> you know, I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 easier for me to take the train than to have to drive into the island to hitch a flight to. Like that's just silly, right? Like it's so silly. Yeah, just a little bit. Wait, I could just get on the train right here in Oshawa, and you know, Got yeah. It. So yeah, I'm probably on the train for an extra hour or whatnot, maybe even an extra two hours. But yeah, at least I don't have to deal with the nonsense of having to go all the way downtown. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, big thanks to everybody. Big thanks to London London Brewery Co-op. I mean, He's got it. There it is. <laughs> I knew he had one. I mean, That's so sweet. I I don't even know. I I it's hard to explain how happy I am about this. How cool I thought that this was that they would do this for us. Um, it's actually good. <laughs> I don't even like like darker beers, and this is like my Mike was saying. Oh, it's so smooth, and this, and I'm like. Beer's not smooth, dude. Like, what are you talking well, it's about? It's not like, dark. It's a lager. It's a honey lager. It's not yeah, dark. it's, it's not dark. listen, it's fantastic. No. I really good. enjoyed it. Yeah. We sold out on the tap before seven hit. And then we sold out of the cans within an hour of that. So, yeah. 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 If you did not get a can and you didn't get a taste, They're you gone. ain't getting it. They're so, gone. Yeah. Yeah, in the chat says collector's item. Now. Collector's item now. That's right. Yeah. There's only so many of them out there. So I got a six, and I've already drank three of them, and so I'm gonna make sure I keep one like in the can. That's that's why this one's here in my office. Right. Like, this yeah. one's gonna be on my shelf here. But I'm even gonna keep the empties just so I have them and everything else. Like it's fair enough. Yeah, it was a, fair but, enough. But I mean, hey, this time next year there's gonna be a whole new can with a whole new beer. Hey, listen. I mean, if they keep wanting to do this for us, we'll keep throwing parties, man. Like. <laughs> easy peasy we were already talking you know, about the kind of beer that we think it should be and what I we're mean, gonna call how it how often do they make else, a batch so. of beer and it sells out like well that would now hours. to be fair they, that was the first was a batch, batch. they made yes. in their pilot system is what they called it so yeah because they didn't know what the turn was going to be and they didn't know how the beer would go over they made a smaller batch it was only a 30 liter batch but i think they found out that a it, it was a pretty good idea it tasted pretty good and b our friends like to drink so uh, you know stank on that one a little yeah. bit yeah 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 so i think i think we're going to be in in pretty good hands moving forward as far as doing events and stuff there, there goes and but- it's funny because early in the evening there were like three <clears throat> people that came in and sat at the bar and they drank for like an hour and then they left and as they're leaving i'm like oh did you guys try the beer I'm like what beer i'm like the may the fourth beer like no what's that i was like the honey lager like no we didn't try. and I, I was like what the hell man <laughs> what are you doing are not here? telling them about why the beer? are you here yeah. and then it's like well then it didn't really matter because it's sold out yeah. so fast that yeah. i mean yeah, yeah. fuck yeah it was very very easy to drink beer that's for sure but yeah, yeah huge success guys we were on the news apparently we were in the paper someone at work told me they saw us in the paper and i was like we were in the paper so i don't know about really? that i'm gonna have to see if i can track that down um yeah i don't know man it was I mean, we're uh, in the online paper i mean well, they wrote know, an article know, that's on their website but yeah i don't i didn't but, realize like who would have like, i well the london free press is the big paper around here so i don't know if they have a tie they, in through ctv or oh, whatever maybe. i don't i don't know i don't maybe. know someone's at work like yeah we saw you in the paper i was like oh okay 
don't remember reading yeah. the paper, but whatever. That's when you have to go, do, do you have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you? Yeah, do yeah. you have that? Uh, anyways, yes, guys, huge thanks to London Brewing Co-op, uh, Dad Club London, um, Crazy Mike Cosplay for helping us organize all of it. Obviously, JS and Jen for coming all the way from the Schwab London to, uh, to help us out with that. Um, it was a bit of a hike, but I, I like to think we made it worth our while. So it was a, it was a good time. It was a great time. Um, guys, uh, we've got, sorry, go ahead. No, I just want to remind everybody that's on the channel right now. If you are watching us and you have not hit the subscribe button, what are you doing? I know this happens on every YouTube video. It's like, guys, I'm sorry that we're here every week shilling for subscribes, but we, we there is a goal in mind for us to be able to take the channel to the next step. We're not there yet. We're getting closer and closer. So do us a favor. If you haven't hit subscribe, please do so now. But if you haven't, or if you if you don't mind sharing it, let other people know. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, and if you could as well, if you've already done that, maybe hit that like or maybe throw a comment on there because that will then help propagate it through the algorithm because the algorithm on YouTube is dog shit. So we want to get as much behind that as we possibly can. So please, 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 I'm begging you with a cherry on top. Hit the subscribe. Throw us a like. Throw us a comment. That part's done. We're really done chilling, up. guys. But it definitely helps us here. Uh, there's a. Hey, wait there's... a second. We might as well pitch it again if we're going to be shilling because a couple people asked me while we were in London. Hey, did you guys bring T-shirts? Like, I I, I want to buy a T-shirt. We we didn't have anything on hand. Unfortunately, all of the merch that we make is 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 um, made to order. Like it's made to order. Thank you. Um. So if you do want something, <laughs> just go to our website, right? Geeksandcompany.ca. The first link at the top is our shop. You can order T-shirts, keychains. Uh, I'm gonna have decals. I've got a whole set of decals that I'm working on, like geeky decals uh, for your car or your laptops or whatever you want. I got a bunch of decals coming. So yeah, check out the shop. Uh, anything you want to order? If you're from out of town, if you're not local, just send me a DM. We'll figure out shipping and all that, and we'll get the stuff to you. Worst case scenario, if you're gonna be at a con that we're gonna be at, we can also deliver you stuff right at the con. We did a lot of that last year, actually, where we would just bring stuff to the con and people come and pick it up there. We did it at Toronto Comic Con. So, yeah, and that's also a very good option for you guys if you want to help support what we do so that we can do more things like this May the 4th event because, man, that was a lot of fun. It, was it so sure much was. Fun. Yes, sir. Yes, There's sir. people in the chat already. Uh, Keith is there. Jordan is there. Megan Avery is there. Skittles the third. That is um I feel like Rachel. That is our friend Rachel. She is out of the Chatham area. So in mm. fact, interestingly enough, I did not see her at CK Expo, weirdly enough, and I thought I would. So Rachel, you got some spinning to do. Uh Chris Skillings is um he came out to our event. He was the Batman who I, I broke the Yes, broke. Chris is uh the Toronto uh not Toronto, uh St. Thomas, Saint Batman. Thomas Batman. So funny story, uh at our event, uh Chris needed help getting zipped up into his Batman, so he unfortunately chose me to help him. And Chris uh Oh boy. Chris got a lot of booty. So as I'm trying to zip up the zipper, which was below his butt, as I went over his butt, his zipper went and just like basically split itself and uh yeah he actually had to uh to take it to the suit in to get it repaired <laughs> he had to get the zipper replaced because it we, was it was between you bucks. and me yeah, and teresa and, teresa, and yeah, yeah, yeah we just we destroyed his zipper chris i apologize uh, i owe you 15 but, bucks don't yeah. let me ever zip up your suit again and uh keep doing them squats bro because it's working yeah, yeah, yeah. uh rob uh, is saying rob, he wants, rob the yeah, bad guy he wants a decal for his jeep i, I think mm -hmm. i think 
don't that's know who this Rob the bad code. guy is, but I think I think we can probably hook him up with something like that. I yeah, yeah, I yeah, think I'm you sure. know Rob, don't you? I don't know. Yeah. Whoever that yeah, guy is. That sounds familiar, yes. I'm no. sure we can <laughs> I'm sure we can help him out. Uh, uh which which reminds me, uh Roberto, I mean, uh, you know, you do need to swing by if you want your beer, bud. Um before he drinks it yes. on you. Before I drink it. <laughs> glug, glug, glug. Hey guys, uh, it's Sam Cino that we're talking to today. It is. Who is this guy? Who is this handsome, handsome gentleman? Sam, give us a little bit about you. I know we've had you on the podcast before, but for people that yeah. don't know you, I know you personally from cosplay, mostly through Niagara Falls. But give us a little, give us, give us Sam Cino in a little, in a little shot glass here. Ooh, little shot glass. I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. enough, but we'll Come try. Come on, man. You got okay. this. Okay. Yeah. So everyone out there hello my name is sam sino i am the photographer and social media director for go neo pro also known as neo pro wrestling uh neo pro wrestling has been a wrestling league or that's been around in spurts since 2001 uh, i joined the company back in 2010 during their second run and then when uh, we're back now for our third run uh so there, our premiere event next week, May 20th, is going to be called Neo Rising 3 Homecoming. And we're bringing home uh, AEW superstar Sean Spears, who grew up in St. Catharines, Niagara Falls area. So for the first time in about six years, he is coming home and he's going to wrestle. Can't say who he's going to wrestle yet. You'll find out tomorrow Ooh. on our social media pages. How excited are you guys for this event? How long has it been in the works and planning it for? Because as you said, this, the company's been around for a while, but it's been a hot minute since since there's yes. been an actual yeah, like three live years. Event, I think you were right? saying right, 10, 10 plus, ten years. 10 wow. Plus. Uh, every, every now and then on my Facebook memories, oh, yeah, it says 10. like on this day, ten years ago. I'm like, oh geez, and I'll send it to our 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 group of guys that run it. We're like, hey, remember when we did that? And they're like, oh my god. And then my friend turns and he looks at his kids and he goes. You guys weren't around yet. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the, the company started back 2001, and I think it ran till about 2005 and 06. Uh, I was not in the wrestling scene at the time here. I was just a young guy. Uh, the company closed for a little bit, and then I showed up and I started refereeing and taking photos. Uh, Neo came back in 2010, I want to say, and we ran for about three years then, and. We we're going to bring it back a couple years ago, but then there was a plague, so we couldn't. Uh, so there was a super show. Was a plague. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a super show back in October that I was at, uh, just of a local company, and all of our original Neo gang was there. We kind of sought each other and went, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> it was it was finally time after a yeah. decade on hiatus. Yep. Is it essentially the same? Like, would it look familiar to people ah, that watch? There you go. Fantastic Would it look poster. familiar to people that were familiar with the product 10 years ago? Or is this really like a, a brand is just like round three of like, will it, will it, will it be this word salad that I'm trying to get out here? I'm just trying to land, <laughs> trying to land it here. But is it going to, if people that are already familiar with the product, are they, is this going to be like a homecoming or is this going to be like literally like a brand new thing? It's a little bit of both. So we have all of our uh, old school guys coming back. Uh, so I'm going to use the poster, for example. So at the top is Sean Spears himself. He's our headliner. And so he grew up, per se, like I said, he, he's from the area. So he wrestled for Neo in the first and second run. And then he went off to WWE and AEW now. Um, going to poster left is Tiberius King. He, has, he started the company back in 2001. So he is there. He'll be there May 20th. He is taking on Channing Decker, who is a newcomer, newish comer. He has been wrestling for about 
nine, 10 years himself, but he is new to Neo. So I know he's really excited to, you know, fight one of the, the old guys of Ontario wrestling. On the poster right uh, is Cody Diener. He's been around as well since the original run in 2001. He now wrestles for Impact Wrestling, and he is um, still local to um, Niagara and Ontario, and he goes around in the States. And the bottom three guys, uh, again, on the poster left, is Primo Scordino. He's got the shirt open, just a jacked specimen of a human being, professional bodybuilder, professional trainer, uh, professional wrestler. Uh, so he'll be there. He is also from the original run 2001, second run when I came along, and now he's back for more. Our friend doing the crane kick, that's Jeremy Elliott. He is the, uh, I, have to, I always mess up the order of this. He is the Sport Karate Hall of Fame. That's what he, he he's, that's the Hall of Fame he's in. So he's a multiple world champion, black belt in various martial arts. Uh, so he started as a as a pro wrestler back in 2001 again in the original run came back in the second run now he is back as just as himself this he doesn't have a gimmick that is his gimmick he is a legit karate guy <laughs> him, him his yes. own gimmick uh so by the way we should probably break in every now and then and explain specific wrestling terms for people that don't know so for those of you that don't know what a gimmick is that is a character that a wrestler portrays so there's a gentleman named mark calloway you may know him as the <laughs> undertaker the undertaker character is the gimmick that's that's the character that he portrays so think of it like your cosplay like you're JS is not Doc Ock. He just he just portrays him on TV. That would be his gimmick. Similar in wrestling, that's their gimmick that they portray. So continue, Sam. I'm going to do that throughout because yeah. we're going to have a bunch of terms that non-wrestling fans aren't going to have a clue what that is. So. Absolutely. If I get yeah, yeah. Uh, if I get too, no, too happy, no, no. let me know. Just read me in. You're good, brother. You're good. So our, our last guy, uh, bottom right of the poster, is uh, Stickball, Tony Carboni. He is tag team partners with Primo on the left. They make up the team of the Italianos. The Niagara Falls legends around here. Uh, so I get, and he's been around since 2001, came back the second run, and now he is back for homecoming. So everyone is coming home, and we do have a, a smattering of new talent as well that we're bringing in specifically for this show. So if you were at the original run or the second run, there will be some faces you will recognize, and we're going to have some new surprises for you as well. Is the look and feel, though, similar to what people have seen from you guys before, or are you trying to to to, to tread some new ground? Because the product has changed in the last 10 years, too, right. right? So are you guys trying to keep up with where the product sort of is now, or are you looking to more go for that old-school feel? Bit of both, again. Uh, okay. we, 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 re we remember where we came from, but we also know we can't just do the same stuff again like we did. Right. The people want to see the new stuff they want to see the no, cool stuff of course the cool stuff the hip stuff the great stuff how many matches on the card uh there's going to be eight, eight. Mm, wow okay yes. eight okay yes <laughs> I didn't so that. you've yes. got what like what are you looking like are you doing any like vignettes in between or is it strictly just these are the cards this is the match it's a live event that's uh, it like we're aiming to have vignettes in between everything and we so we have some video production that we have done that we put up on our social media that's at go neo pro every uh, social media channel you can think of we're on i think most of them <laughs> uh we're big on facebook and instagram those are our big two we're also on tiktok we're looking to go more that way as we get some more content to put up um there is a question in the chat i want to jump to from jordan extreme <laughs> what did, what did Hi, dad, no this is dad not danny davis this is what did danny daddy davis do to not make the poster yes so daddy davis is one of our uh original guys from the first round and the second run 
Uh, he wrestled in the day as Andrew Davis. Now he is Daddy Davis, as he has children. And he comes out to the full house theme. And he is a super talented wrestler, but he's also he'll make you laugh. But well, he'll also good. he'll he will also put the pain on you if you're not. Well, yes. But he didn't make the poster, so he did not. No. Do you have an explanation, sir? Like what's going on? Well. No. We should we should talk to him at some point and find we out. Should, I'm yes. sure he's is not this, happy yeah. about it. Is this one of those things where you should be watching on May the 20th to find out why he didn't make the post? Exactly. There you go. You find out. How long is the show <laughs> approximately? Are you guys looking to put in three hours like a typical show, or are you uh, keep it skinnier about than that? that or um, yeah. we, it is a family oriented show, so we know like the kids got to go to bed eventually. Uh, so show starts at seven. We hope to be wrapped up by ten or earlier. And what's the uh, venue? Where, where yeah, are you guys, I was just going to say, like, this? where is this? What are the ticket pricing? Where can people buy tickets? Like, might as well get that out of the way right Absolutely. up front. Get your tickets. www.goneopro.ca. So it's G-O-N-E-O-P-R-O.ca. Uh, tickets are all there. Tickets start at $20. Uh, front row, I think there may be only one or two left. Those are $40. Uh, second row is $30. Uh, front row and second row, you get priority entry into the building at six o'clock. You get to meet Sean Spears himself. Uh, he'll sign any autographs, take pictures with you. Uh, please bring your own camera. If you have something you want to get signed, like figure, that's cool as well. Please bring it. Um, so you get priority entry. You get assigned seating. So you get to pick your seat uh, when you purchase your ticket. Everyone else's general admission. You get in around 6.30, 6.45. and show starts at 7.00. And we look to provide a good value for your dollar. So you're going to get eight fights. Um, we are a licensed event as well, even though it does an all-ages show. Uh, we, do, we do have a bar for those who choose to partake. And, yeah, we're going to have I merch. We got, we got food. We got concessions. We got hot dogs, popcorn. You'll have a good time. Nice. Uh, um, oh, oh, yes, and the venue, the most important part. You got to know where you got to go. Yeah. Uh, we are at 6990 Stanley Avenue in Niagara Falls. That's the Columbus Club of Niagara Falls. It is a sweet venue, and I'm not just saying that because I worked there. Like, <laughs> It is a sweet venue. Like, I, I walked in, and I saw the just the floor and the stage and the balcony, and I was just like, this is home now, and we are coming home, and it's going to be sweet. Is this something now I know for indie wrestling uh, in particular, indie wrestling events, a lot of the times the next event is, well, is only going to start getting planned sort of based on the success of the current event that's about to come up. But do you guys have a vision for where you want to go next after this show? Cause this is your first sh big show back in 10 years. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any idea what's going to jump off from this show? What you guys would like, would you like to come back to this venue? Would this be, something that you would want to do on a semi-regular basis or do you want to have more of an expansion out into the greater southwestern Ontario area and, and go from there like what's the, what's the hopes and dreams next for neopro uh next we're planning to stay at that venue for a little bit and i think we're going to do two or three shows there and then from there we're going to see if we can branch out into welland dunville smithville grimsby beansville burlington toronto oshawa ottawa in the world <laughs> worldwide world yeah, that's right so yeah uh, so the plan is to have another show after this right yes. this is not like a one and done no we're this... coming back for a reunion type thing it's no. we are we're back we got this show and i think we're looking at the fall so either september october november somewhere in there and then from there we gotta see fair 
who are you like where are you in the organizational chart like you mentioned you do some refereeing you take some photos like where are you are you in on any of the booking or are you is that not your forte do you do and by sorry booking the people and booking them like booking on both ends do you get into any of that i throw in some ideas for like guys we want to use and then i i let uh, tiberius king and primo basically all the guys on the poster they kind of have a, a final say of of what who we're going to get, who we're going to use. So I said, how about this guy? They say, okay, yeah, we'll think about it. And then they make the magic happen. So right. I just kind of throw, throw ideas at them. Uh, where I am on the co on the organizational chart is I am co-owner. There's uh, five of us total. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's myself, uh, Tiberius King, Primo, uh, infamous Jay Moore, who is actually being carried on the poster. He's the guy getting carried. Yeah, nice. And, good. Uh, <laughs> he was a bad guy then. He's he's cool now. And Jay Moore and uh, Stella. She is Jesse's wife. She runs all of our graphic design. So the poster is all her. So I do the pictures and I give the pictures to her, and she makes it magic poster. So who's running the book, as as it were? um behind the scenes and for those of you that don't know a booker is essentially the person that decides or the people that decide sometimes how the matches are going to go newsflash guys i know i'm breaking kayfabe but newsflash wrestling is preordained you're we, we that's all out in the open now that's been out in the open for years now uh it, do you guys decide collectively uh or do you have one guy that's that's running the book that's like nope this is going to go this way and this is going to go this way how does that work for you guys uh, that's between uh, Tiberius King and Primo. They kind of come up with the stories. I just throw names and said, "This guy." Uh, <laughs> that's so fair. Fill it in. Yeah. Now, are guys coming in? Well, all did like they figure out their own gimmicks. They do. They they take care of their own ring attire. They do their own. Like, is yes. all that on yeah. them? Right. A everyone usually usually ninety nine point nine percent of the guys in Ontario that you will see. I can't speak to the other provinces because I haven't been out there. But they all come up with their own character and they get their own bookings. So they're they're the guys writing various companies saying, "Here's me. I have a demo reel." Oh, uh, nice. Good. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I can nice. do. I was trained by so and so. If right. you want to speak, yeah, to these him. are guys that do the rounds, right? Yes. Like they're on the road, and you know, yeah. Is it kind of like being in a band? I always heard the whole like I'm dragging yes. five thousand dollars with equipment five hundred miles to make fifty bucks. Like I, I imagine the indie wrestling scene and circuit. It's got to be a pretty competitive circuit. That's it's got to like it's got to it's a it's an extraordinary. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm taking nothing away just because it's preordained. It is still one of the most intense physical activities that you can do athletically. These guys are just out there killing themselves. You are a stuntman without. You're you're a stuntman in theater right. instead yeah. of a movie. It's right. you're a stuntman in theater. Yeah. Every time you fall down, it was told to me. Every time you get knocked down or whatever, you get clothesline. Every time you hit the ground, it's the equivalent of twenty kilometer car crash on your spine and your neck. They say when you fall down, you got to tuck your chin, or else you're going to whack your head on the thing on the floor. You're going to get concussed. So tuck your chin when you fall down. So yeah, that's coming from all... your neck to your back. We're all not Mick Foley guys. No, yeah, so. there's a reason why those guys get hurt all the time, right? Like it's it's scripted, sure, but man, See, Jordan Jordan knows. You go throw yourself on the ground and and you know like, yeah, no, yeah, and I know you'll hear that. the guys like you gotta you, they'll teach you how to fall, or you learn how to fall, but then you see it's called taking a bump, guys, is what it's called in the business, and and you watch some of these guys take these bumps, and and I don't care who you are or how you've been trained it's going to take a toll on you especially if you're doing it 200 days out of a year or 300 days out of a year or whatever your schedule will allow for whatever it is you're doing just absolutely insane every time you see someone get hit with like a stick or a chair or they get put through a table it's it's all real there's no 
like pre-cut table or pre-bent, you know, garbage kit. No, it's no, it is none of that stuff. Yeah, the red yeah, light yeah. comes on and it's go. So, what got you into it's, uh, JS? I am bogarting all of the time in questions. I am so so sorry because <laughs> you said you weren't there for the initial run. So, right. not even so much with with Neo Pro, but like, what got you involved in wrestling in the first place? Like, why is this is clearly a passion for you? Yeah um you're a part owner of a wrestling promotion yeah, that's bananas to it's me it's wild it's so yeah wild. it's crazy town like are you you are the modern day paulie dangerously obviously like how oh, did thank you, you. That's a, where, that's a huge compliment. Yeah, I, well because as soon as you said you guys were going to go back to that same venue over all i could think about was dcw arena like in philly like that's all that that was occurring to me so, um, so tiberius king grew up on wcw and ecw so right. that's like that's his thing that's the like, vibe that's, that he's yeah. going for yeah 100 yeah, it's definitely given off an ecw vibe for sure um what got you what got you involved to this extent that you're part owner yeah. of a wrestling promotion like that's huge dude it's like still, you're in like, with both feet like yeah like i said it's oh it's so weird when i say that it's like what do you do i own a wrestling company whoa <laughs> what but yeah how i got in so it, this was back in 2005 tail end i was in i was in college for engineering or whatever i was taking and i was reading wwe.com yeah it's just it's just, it's just engineering not nothing, i didn't really. pursue it so that's why i guess eh, it's fine yeah, uh, yeah so i was i was in there we're doing homework and i had wwe.com open i was looking at the results from raw or smackdown sure. the guy next to me leans over and he's like hey you watch wrestling i'm like yeah and he's like i know a guy that wrestles i'm like well who he's like do you know who sean spears is i'm like well no but he's a wrestler around here. I'm like, there's no wrestling around. Get out of here. He's like, yeah. So he showed me like a, again, it was 2005. So like a Geo Cities website. And he's <laughs> like, here, here's the like the next poster. You should go check it out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, all right. So so I got some buddies and we went. And I remember it was in the Knights of Columbus Hall in Welland, Ontario. For those of you who know the area. Uh, so I walk Oof. in and we got there. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so, so we got there and we were a little bit late. So the, the show had started. And there was a ladder match between El Reverso, Phil Atlas, and Cody 45. Cody 45 is refereeing for us on May 20th. So he's still around. Uh, the other nice. two guys, kind of off and on. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, actually no, Phil Atlas, he's gone. He He's done. Uh, El Reverso still kicking. I have a fun story with him. But going back to the venue, I, wa I walked in the venue. And there's a ladder match between these three guys. And the very first thing I saw was El Reverso get thrown off this ladder as he fell to the outside of the ring his foot got stuck in the ropes so he went from falling feet first to falling head first oh yeah and I was like that man's dead <laughs> so I'm like this poor guy like yeah. oh my god this is yeah yeah so he got up and he's like like they carry him to the back but I'm like okay he's all right sure. yeah so I like I didn't I didn't know anyone but I just so he pay, didn't but... go head first into the concrete is what you're saying no, no, he was lucky. He 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 landed okay that he wasn't permanently injured. But I remember seeing him fall and like this this guy is dead. Like there's no way he can go. So he, they finish the match and he gets like he gets up with help and they cart him off to the back. And I see him leaving the venue later that day. I'm like, hey man, like I know this is rehearsed and all that, but are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, like it looked a lot worse than it was. I'm like, okay. I'm like, good. <laughs> all right. So ever since then. And I see him now. I'm like, I remember when you landed on your face. He's like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Eh? <laughs> and that's what got you in. in yeah, that was in. the first thing I saw. And I'm like, I think I got to watch this again. So I came back from the next show. And then the third show they had on the website, there's going to be like a, a training session for those who want to learn to wrestle. 
So I was like, oh, that's okay. This, this doesn't happen in Niagara ever. Little, like I didn't know, I didn't know anything about anything about wrestling locally. So I'm like, okay, I'll go check this out. So my buddy and I went, and I remember going in, and there was this guy that was dressed head to toe in The Rock merchandise. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. All right. Uh, so I found out he was a reporter for the newspaper. So I was like, oh, that's really neat. You're doing like a an in-depth story about wrestling locally. And he's like, yeah, I'm really excited. So, so we did this training session and we all got beat up. We, I woke up the next day, like, uh, <laughs> can't move. And it was like the, the good pain, you know, when you work out and you wake up the next day, you're like, oh, this hurts, but it's a good hurt. So it was like I'm, that. I'm, I'm 50, dude. I don't know what good pain is. You don't know what is. that is? All right. Yeah, it's, go ahead. I appreciate that. Go ahead. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good feeling. I was like, I put in some work yesterday. This is great. Uh, so I did that first training and then uh, the next month I had another show. So I did another training and then the third show, the guy who was do- running the training, he was moving or something. So he couldn't do it anymore. Uh, so I stuck around and I was doing the ring crew. So I would go before a show and I put the ring together and sure. you know, set up chairs, all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, yep. And then that company ended up closing and then another company opened up, which had more, most of the same guys. So they said, Hey, like Sam knows how to put the ring together. We can use him. So I did that for a couple shows. Then eventually they said, hey, the one referee couldn't make it. Can you like sub in? I'm like, well, I don't know how to do that. He's like, you watch wrestling, don't you? Yeah, he's like, do what they do on TV. And that is the worst possible advice you can give someone when they referee. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, Yeah, because okay. the referee is like the, he's the coordinator, right? He, like, he is the third He's man. the one that gives you the cues and the yes, wins. Exactly. And the, yeah, he's exactly. like the director. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, you, you nailed it. So I'm just like, okay, I don't know what to do. So. I got lucky, lucky, in the first match that I refereed was Brody Lee versus Jeff Black, and it was a contract on a pole. So I didn't have to do anything. They just had to climb up the pole and tear off the paper, and, and that's the winner. So I told them, hey, hey guys, this is my first match. I'm really nervous. Like, can you tell me anything to help you? And like, oh, no, like, it's all good. We're going to do this, and he'll, like, body slam me or something, and, and I'll go up, and I'll get the, the paper, and I'll win. So I'm like, okay. So they're, they're on the top rope, and Brody gives Jeff Black off the top rope a power bomb. So he had, he had his, so he just boom. Uh, so I go, hey man, like that looked really bad. Are you okay? And he goes, I can't feel my legs. Oh. So I'm like, uh, crap. And I started losing. I'm crying. So I'm like, this guy is going to, like, he got hurt on my watch, and it's my first time. Oh my God, this is, oh my God. So Brody gets a paper, and he's like, yeah. And he's like, hey, is he okay? I'm like, he can't walk. He's like, all right. So he goes in the back, and they get some guys, and they cart this guy out. And again, I'm just losing my my mind. Like this poor guy is crippled. And we get to the back. The promoter comes back. What the hell's going on? He didn't say hell. He said some other bad words I won't repeat. But what the hell's going on here? And he's swearing up and down. And the guy's laying on the floor. I can't feel my legs. So we're like, we got to call this guy an ambulance. And as I say that, he stands up. And he's completely fine. He's like, got you. <laughs> like, Oh, you're a jerk. Oh, that's <laughs> so, not nice. Yeah. So, so in wrestling parlance, guys, that, that is known yes. as a work. And yes. it yeah. was very effective. Yes. yes. So Brody Lee nice. comes over and he claps me on the arm. He says, Welcome to the wrestling business. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh Jesus. So, <laughs> so that's my that's my Brody Lee story. So unfortunately, Brody Lee, he passed away a couple he years just, ago. Yeah, he, he did. He had yeah. a, a lung disorder of, of some sort, but yeah, so. I saw the tribute show. It was uh it was pretty great. Uh, so then you move from that, so setting up the ring to refereeing actively to uh, an ownership bid in the company. Uh, y- yes and no. <laughs> yes, that, that's the, the Coles notes. So I yeah. was I refereed for a bit, and then Neo came back for the second run. 
and I got involved there because Tiberius King, he had taken some time off. So he came back to wrestle, and he came to wrestle for PWA Niagara, which is where I was refereeing. Uh, so I worked with him, and I didn't know who he was at the time, because again, I was sort of still new to everything, so I did, and someone's like, oh, Jesse's here. I'm like, well, who's Jesse? Like, that guy. Like, okay. Is, like, is he a is he well known? I don't know him. Like, oh, you don't know? So they told me like he ran Neo and all these like big like legend stories. I'm like, oh, this guy is this guy is like, like the guy from where he's the guy. So I end up refereeing for him a couple times, and then Neo comes back. He's like, hey, I heard you 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 ran this company previously years ago. Now it's coming back. I'd like to come referee. If you know, what do I need to do? And he goes, well, I'm full on referees right now, but I need someone to take pictures, and I know you're in journalism school. Like, yeah, that, that's me. He's all right. So can you do that? Like, yeah, absolutely. So that's when we became like buddies, I guess. And then uh, now I own the company with him and th three other people. And it's so weird. <laughs> bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. So yeah. you clearly grew up watching wrestling. Like you've yes. been a fan for a long, long time. So what give us some of your, cause I know JS has got some stuff too. He watched during the, uh, the attitude era, but what, what's your what's your sort of your Mount Rushmore when it comes to wrestling matches that you've seen? What were the influential things from when you were a kid that kind of got you into it in the first place? I have this old VHS tape <clears throat> that my parents recorded of me as a baby, and I'm just like running around the house. And the TV in the background, you can see like Macho Man talking to Mean Gene. <laughs> so whenever like you know we watched that one time, my mom's like, "Hey, like wrestling's on in the background. It's been like in our family for forever." So Macho Man was a guy like one of the bigger guys when I was growing up and Hulk Hogan, of course. So when Hulk Hogan left WWF then, and he went to WCW, that's where I had followed. Cause my parents were like, Oh, Hulk went to this company. We should watch that company. So I missed 90% of the attitude era because I was watching no, WCW. Really? Uh, yeah. okay. so then, but then one day I was flipping through and this was when channel 17 or whatever was the TV guide. So I was waiting for it to roll around and it said like, right. you know, WWE SmackDown wrestling. I'm like, wait, there's only, no, this that's not right. This is right. So I, th there's another company that what? What is going on? And I remember Mick Foley was standing on. It was SmackDown where they had the circular stage. Uh, they didn't have the fist over top yet, but it was just the circle. And it was Mick Foley, and he was cutting a promo on Triple H about something. And that was like my first thing to of WWF. And then I was like, oh, this is way better than WCW. These guys <laughs> well, talk. yeah, I mean, these guys talk. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I went over there and I was like watching. Mm. And I was like, oh wait, there's like two companies. And so now that everything is like over WWE owns all the WCW stuff. Everything, they put everything. all these documentaries about the Monday night war. And that's you know, right. WWE versus WCW. So I was like, okay, I remember watching that on WCW and this was happening. Like, At the same time. Yeah. 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 And it's like putting comics. It was like the multiverse was like coming together. And I was like, this is so neat. I missed all this stuff. So I watched just the replays of everything. Yeah, cutting a promo, guys, is when you're doing an interview on on television. Like they've handed you a microphone and you're talking. That is cutting a promo, is what that's referred to as. So, and yeah, mm. those were WCW had some of the best guys in the business, including Hogan. Yeah, when he went over, that was huge, huge news because the WC pro, yes. WCW product before he got there, and kind of even when he first got there, was dog shit. So it was it was very good. That it was very, I mean, it wasn't eighties Southern wrestling. It was yeah. very bad. It was very I, I, bad. I don't, I don't know that it was very bad. There was some good talent there, but no, initially though, like the, when they brought Hogan over first, right? And they even still had Hogan in his like classic, you know, red and yellow, <laughs> and you know, something mean like it was the product was very bad. Like it wasn't mm. really until Hall and Nash got there as the outsiders, and then yeah. the, of the NWO and all that. That's when the product started to really 
Because as soon as they started doing that, they started getting more ratings. Well, then they started getting more money and they started signing bigger contracts. They started getting more talent. And yeah, it just snowballed from there. But pre that, whoo, yeah, that was some that was some rough, rough wrestling. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was uh, the shocker immediately comes to mind. Yeah, so you, could, <laughs> you could go on and on with that kind of Runs stuff. JS, trips. JS, where's your where's your Mount Rushmore of because uh, you mentioned the Attitude Era. But what, what's what's your fond memories of watching wrestling when you were younger? uh actually i think my favorite my best wrestling memory wasn't when i was that young actually i was an adult and it was wrestlemania 16 17 okay. in, toronto? in toronto yep hogan when uh, rocky was... fought hogan oh the, oh that it, was oh okay and it turned rocky so hogan was coming back as hollywood hogan Right, so as yep. the heel and Rocky at that point was the good guy, right? He was the, yes. face. the baby, the baby face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was and, uh, eighteen at the Sky Dome. Eighteen. That's right. Thank yes. you. And two thousand one. Yeah. And by the end of that match, they had completely flip flop, they flipped, and that was completely yeah. because of the crowd. Right, the crowd was cheering for Hogan and booing Rocky for some weird reason. They and, kept and going back and boom. forth. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So that was, yeah, that was, that was a fun match. It was a fun atmosphere. Um, I've seen Monday Night Raw and SmackDown live a couple of times. I, I was lucky enough to have a source for tickets back, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, so anytime they were in town, we got to go. We even saw some non-televised shows. Uh, those are actually better if you, if you get they are to a, a non-tv show there's more yeah. audience interaction and they they're not stuck to the, the time frame of like okay you have five minutes before this commercial no go. and they, they go on at the end right yes. that's the fun thing is once they're done they keep doing their thing right like it's yeah, yeah it's, they refer to them as house show guys and, and house shows yeah. can be some of the best shows you'll go to for sure because yeah you'll see stuff that you you're never ever going to see on tv so mm -hmm. like but every wrestler wrestlers, guys what's that favorite wrestlers i'll let jeff go first uh growing up it was i don't know it was for me it was always this the second guy it was almost never like the guy that the company's resting its shoulders on so like when i first started watching wrestling I was a huge Superfly Jimmy Snuka fan. I loved mm. everything that Snuka did. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man was was my guy. Like, I was ride or die Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, the whole Elizabeth storyline. And then, you know, you get the mega powers and all that jazz. Because he was always, like, second fiddle <laughs> to, to, to Hogan and stuff. And then through the Attitude Era, it was The Rock. The Rock was my guy. Again, he was kind of living a little bit in Stone Cold Shadow. He carved out a niche for himself, obviously, and then went on to all these huge things. But The Rock, man, like when he – I don't know if there's ever been anyone better on, on the stick or better at cutting promos or better on the mic than The Rock. He was just – an artist like he was masterful and he would get and it wouldn't he would no matter how many times he would say what is your name and they would and it doesn't matter it, it would kill me every single time in ways that nobody else jeff you're a mark is what chris got you right here dude hundred percent right so the funny part was is was back then especially during the attitude era i was you're saying i was a mark i was what at the time i was what was referred to as a smart which was I, I knew sort of what was going on. And I was writing columns 
for some of the early websites on the internet about wrestling and about a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. I didn't know stuff. you were doing that. That's yeah. Cool. So there was a site called uh, TPWW, which was the people's wrestling website.net. It was run by a guy named AAA. And so I had a couple of columns on there. One was called High Marks and one was called Busted Wide Open. And it was just talking about stuff that was going on in the world of wrestling. And it was at the height of the Monday Night Wars, too. So we were talking about stuff that was going on in WWF, in WCW, and then obviously getting some ECW stuff in there, too. So it was a little harder to get access to information because it was still early times on the Internet. So there wasn't like a huge dearth of you know, all the stuff that you see before. And they still had quite a bit of kayfabe back then too. Kayfabe guys, for those that don't know, is a term that, that protecting the business, not, not revealing that wrestling is set up. And I'm not saying fake, but that that's preordained and everything else. So it was a little bit more difficult to come across information at that point, other than just picking up the wrestling observer and, and seeing whatever Meltzer was, was talking about or posting back then. But I, I was, no, no, dude, I was deep. I was, I was pretty hardcore into it to that point i really appreciated what the business was doing and and watching those two companies just go to war with each other was it was every it, it's, it was literally like dc versus marvel imagine the dc movies were doing just as well if not better than the marvel movies so marvel would have to up their game and start making even better movies and then dc would make even you know what i mean that's what it was like that's watching exactly, that that's a good analogy. no that's no exactly how it was. what it was like was Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck showing up to the <laughs> wow. Avengers Endgame premiere. A little bit. In their Superman and Batman suits. A little bit. That's what it was like. I when mean, Hall and Nash showed up on WCW, you're point. not you're not wrong as far as that oh, goes. Oh, it got crazy. You know who I am? Yeah. You yeah. don't know why I'm here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, the the writing for that was masterful, and, and how they came back and forth. Uh, yeah, uh, Megan Sand, she was a Ray Mysterio girl, huge, mm -hmm. huge Ray he Mysterio. He came out of WCW as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did, a, yes. a lot of the talent came through. Yeah. But I mean, I'm also like of an age. Like I remember WrestleMania three, Hogan Andre. I mean, for us, yeah. like growing up as kids, that was like a watershed moment. If you're in my generation, yeah. If you grew up when I grew up, you did that. You didn't have to be a wrestling fan, and you knew Hogan was fighting Andre for WrestleMania three. Mm -hmm. You probably couldn't tell me the card for WrestleMania one, and I guarantee you can't tell me the card for WrestleMania two. But you <laughs> no. know that Hogan and Andre faced each other at WrestleMania three. The Pontiac Silverdome, ninety-eight thousand. Yeah, whatever it was, ninety-three thousand people. Yeah, they set the indoor attendance record for a venue at the Pontiac Silverdome, almost a hundred thousand. That's like soccer numbers. That's like that's nuts, bananas, and that's how yeah. huge yeah. it was back then. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. So anything like that was cool. And now the best part about all this, and I'll get off this here in a second, but the best part about all this is that because all the blinders have been taken off because the business is now fully exposed, like Sam was saying earlier, now there is so much material out there that's talking about the business itself. There are mm -hmm. so many documentaries and so many TV shows. And now even like WWE, formerly WWF, who owns all the footage for everything now, ECW, WCW, all that stuff, they can now produce all these shows and show you all this stuff that we're talking about, even stuff like Dark Side of the Ring or Tales from the Territories or like all this stuff that's coming out now that's giving you stuff that you did not know back in the day. They protected that very, very closely. You're getting to see stories and hear stories that are just incredible to give you so much insight about how these guys did what they did and, and how they, they got into your homes and all the stuff that Vinnie Mac did to bring all this together into one umbrella, like just bonkers. Okay. I'm done. I'm all, I'm all, I had to get all that off my chest. All but right. 
No, no, no. It's so funny how we all come to it at some point or another because I stopped watching after I did all that program. Like, I couldn't give you an indication. Like, I didn't get really through much into the Like, as soon as, like, Cena basically sort of like the ruthless aggression era, I think is what they're talking about. That's where I dropped off and I've never gone back. Yeah, to me too. Yeah. So I don't even know what the current product. I know the current product looks different, but I don't know. Very, very highly produced and polished. Like everything is like LED lighting and super bright and crisp and fresh. I want to say like it looks like new. Right. That's maybe that maybe that's not a good word, but like that's what it looks like. Whereas back then it was like, okay, we've got some curtains, so we got some lighting, and we've got just guys fighting. And but I was like, we got guys fighting, but we have like pyrotechnics and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and that's one of the things that the Attitude Era I think really brought to you know the jumbotron, right? Yes. That's when they started the jumbotron, the fireworks, the fire, the flames coming out of the posts, the fire coming out of the state, the big giant stages. Yes. Right. Uh, like they really turned it from a wrestling promotion into a TV production. Yes. Right. I exactly. Mean, it, yes. Exactly. Yes. Right? I still so, remember when Vince McMahon came on the fucking TV and he looked right <laughs> in the camera and he said, I apologize for how childish and immature our product is. This is when they started getting their asses kicked by WCW. We are going to turn this around and we are going to give you a better product. This is way before the business was exposed. Like he still looked right in that camera and was like, we're not giving you the stuff you want to see. We're going to turn this around and we're going to give you the stuff you want to see. And then you get your G Generation X, then you get your Stone Cold Steve Austin, then you get these things that it's been it's been said before, and I'll say it again. It's soap opera for men. That's exactly what professional wrestling is. Hundred percent. It's soap opera yeah, for dudes. Hundred percent. Right? And not that women don't enjoy about, watching wrestling because they do, but it's it's male soap opera. There's uh, no question. It is, and the fight is just the culmination of the the story, right? It's tension that's built over weeks of promos and jabbing at each other. And, you know, because let's be honest, you're talking about The Rock being the king of promos, but Stone Cold and McMahon, the stuff that those two did together from the cement in the limousine to Stone Cold hitting McMahon <laughs> with a fucking. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. It's the greatest feud of all time. There's no there's, McMahon. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. I mean, you know, there was a rebellion. Like there was a rebel in Stone Cold that we all had in a, in ourselves back in those days because we were still fairly young. Uh, anyway, yeah, that for me, that no, it's the greatest feud of all. Me. It's the greatest wrestling feud of all time. I don't even know how you could argue the point. I, I, yeah. Name me one wrestling feud that's better than Stone Cold versus Mister McMahon. Mister Vince, he was his. Everybody told him, "Don't go on TV. Don't go on TV. Stick with announcing. Do not go on TV. Do not become a character." And he created that Mr. McMahon corporate character. And holy shit. Mm -hmm. He also, I think he got a little bit forced too. Cause when he had, uh, when he screwed Brett over, people were like, oh yeah, he's the boss. And I think he, that's when he said, okay. Hey, 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 Brett screwed Brett. Oh, right? Jeff, we're that's fighting not... now. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the Montreal screw job guys. If you ever want to fall down a really deep rabbit hole, the Montreal screw job is uh we, we we don't have time to go into it today, but wow, yeah, crazy. I'll <laughs> just say this. You're right that it would never would have happened if Brett wasn't leaving, but mm -hmm. it still was a shitty thing to do yes. to somebody who gave you so much. Right? Like, let's be honest. I mean, back in those days, he built that company pretty much, right? I mean, again, Brett I, listen, anyway, 
<laughs> Which I don't want to get into it. Be another hour. We're yeah, about the I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But it yeah, was yeah. pretty shitty. Did he react the right way? Did did uh uh not Brett, but did um Vince or Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels. Sorry, did or Brett react the right way to listen? You know what? I don't want to get into it. Let's stop it there <laughs> because you're right. We're gonna go down no, the rabbit no, hole. We'll, this will fall is... off a cliff for sure. But those were those were one of those stories that transcended the ring, right? And we've seen some of those throughout the years. But that was one of those things that wasn't just a ring feud. That was a real thing, right? Like, like yeah, another example. Fight that for a living, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're gonna get into some tension-filled they, situations. They quoted right? Brett. Uh, Brett's like Brett has said this was the story where. They were working together and they were having their matches for the belt and, and everything. And Brett said to Sean, I enjoy your work or, or something to that effect. And he goes, and I would not mind losing to you. And I guess Sean at the time, because he was a dick at the time, he said to Brett, he says, I feel the same about you, but I wouldn't lose to you. Right. I remember. And, that, Brett, and that rubbed Brett the wrong way. And he was yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay. He's one of these guys. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, like we talked about it, like it definitely. And I remember like specific things where if you like there was still some like Jer like Jericho coming from WC, Chris Jericho coming from WCW to WWF at the time because they had the whole millennium countdown. But you had to know how the business worked on some level to know who the fuck Jericho was <laughs> and why it was such a big yes. deal that he was now with WWF. Like you had to know that he's a contracted talent for one company and now he's signed with another company. Just like well, you did you did know because WWF at the time made a big deal about it. They wanted Huge. to make sure you knew that's right that he was coming from WCW right. to the big leagues, right? That's yeah. how they were playing it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so even if you didn't watch WCW and you had no idea who Chris Jericho was. When he came, found you, out real quick. he was. Oh, yeah, he went he sure right did. after The Rock, right? Uh, First thing he did is he went after The Rock, and then he was treated for like an idiot for a little while, right? Because yeah. He wasn't then he was the first undisputed point, champion of all time. That's right. He the was the first undisputed champion of all time. I mean, he stole it, but again, that's you know. God, he beat the top two company, top two company guys in one night, man. That's. Did you guys hear the story of what happened to him that night when he went to his hotel? I no. I literally just watched the program on Jericho. Yeah. Maybe he talked about it. Maybe I'll let Maybe. you tell it though, so, Sam. So he won both belts in that night. Yeah. So he goes to the, the dressing room after the match. Everyone has left because they're like, oh, we got to get on the road, get, get the plane to the next town or whatever they're doing. So he drives to the hotel and he parks everything. He checks in. He goes up to the his room, puts all the stuff down. And he puts his two belts on the table in the, in the room and he orders pizza. And the pizza guy says, I can't bring it up to you. You have to come to the lobby. So he, he goes down to the lobby and he gets his pizza and he goes up and he's locked himself out of his room. And it takes him like I guess thirty minutes to find the front desk guy to like let him in. And the front desk is like, "Okay, well, what's in your room?" He's like, "You're gonna walk in. There's gonna be two championship belts on the table." So he's like, okay. So he, the guy lets him in. The belts are there, and he's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm the world heavyweight champion of wrestling, and I'm eating pizza in my room by myself." <laughs> so he said, "Like, yay, I won the belt, but it was a very like lonely win." Yeah, because, boo! Like, I locked myself yeah. out in my slippers in a <laughs> yeah. hotel, in a motel somewhere, like fucking, yeah. So he was like, I, it was the greatest night, but then it was the worst night because I was by myself and I was stuck <laughs> just eating pizza. 
are you up on the current products, Sam? Like, do you I watch am current stuff? Most uh, mostly, I don't catch Raw a whole lot, but I watch uh, SmackDown more, uh, just because it's a Friday and I just want to relax and everything. So, no, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, do you watch AEW at all, or I? I want to say yes, but I haven't for the past maybe two months just because I've been working and working on other stuff and getting getting this ready to go. No, 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 that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those that kind of like that, 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 again, same thing, like Vince McMahon, who owns WWE. Well, I guess he doesn't own it now. He just sold it. But I mean, did own WWE. Well, is it, for is a that long, a done deal? I'm pretty sure it is. Like 99% done. He sold yeah. It. For those who don't know, he sold it to Endeavor, and Endeavor owns the UFC as well. That's right. Yeah, they bought yeah. UFC from Dana. Uh, yeah, it's all one conglomerate now or whatever. So, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't uh, sold it. So when I saw they own this company, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, Vince had bought a WCW and ECW as well. So Vince essentially owns any major wrestling promotions uh, video backlog category, all of them essentially. Um, and now we're finally getting almost back to the days of the Monday Night Wars. We're actually getting another promotion coming up. I think it's a guy named Tony Khan that runs it. Yes. Um, for AEW or All Elite Wrestling. And and same kind of thing. That's what kind of what happened with WCWWW. You got guys going back and forth. You got you're maybe poaching talent back and forth. Or like a lot of AEW, not a lot of it, but some of it does seem to be based on getting guys like Jim Ross is one of their announcers. And Jim Ross was the voice of wwf slash e wrestling for ages and ages and ages and worked in talent acquisition and everything else jim ross passed away nope nope no he's he's still still alive he's still still alive yeah is he really oh wow okay still kicking around so i feel like he had left the wwe at one point because his health was so bad Yeah. now he's with aew well well and they fired him and rehired him and a whole there's don't ever look up what's happened to poor jim ross because he is not good old jr wrestling has not been kind to jr but i mean he has still been in it the whole time so he's still there he's still kicking he's got a great barbecue sauce like to point out he does. I've had it. Great yep, mustard too. Nope. I haven't had the mustard, but the barbecue yes, sauce is very good. very good. So yeah. So we're almost kind of getting. We're almost not getting back to, but we are at a point now where it's not just one one company holds a monopoly anymore. Now we're getting. Uh, and I mean, we and there is also uh, other smaller promotions, Ring of Honor, Impact. There's there's other promotions as well, but it feels like we're getting back to we're getting like an actual big two again. Sam, is that kind of what? Because I'm not super up on the current product. I I could not name you ten guys from either roster right now. But everybody that I talk to that is a wrestling fan, and a lot of people in the cosplay and geek community are wrestling fans, they talk about both promotions almost yeah, like they're on huge right now. Yeah. pretty equal footing. Is that is that a fair assessment? I would say yes. Uh, just because WWE has been around so long and has all this like legacy behind it, they'll they will always be the number one. And then the AEW group is more um it's more of the newer style, so it's a lot of like acrobatics, whereas WWE still s- sticks with their like tried and true formula of like good guys versus bad guys. This is the story. Or AEW is like we have good guys and bad guys, but we actually keep score and like wins matter, losses matter. But our guys uh, are really yeah, okay. really athletic, so they have more of a WCW cruiserweight feel to them mm-hmm. versus WWE. Does it get into like Lucha Libre or like like they do have some Lucha guys? Uh, They they brought in Bandito, who is uh, right out of Mexico. So they brought him in and he's like this really crazy athletic guy. They have I don't think he signed to them, but they brought in this newer talent. His name is El Hijo del Vikingo, and he does a 
he's the guy's a human highlight reel. <laughs> Rey Mysterio back then, he's being compared to like if he was the Rey Mysterio of this time. Like yeah. he's very mm, crazy flips and yeah. Lucha Libre. If you ever get a chance to watch some authentic Lucha Libre wrestling, wrestling in Mexico, the stuff that they do is it just blow your mind. The athleticism that mm. these guys put out out there, and yeah, they they were a big, huge staple part of the of the WCW Cruiserweight division back in the day. Yes, you had your guys like you know Juventud, like all those guys that came up through and were just killing it in that division. Where yeah, anyways, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, Dragon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. AEW has Jericho now. So, I mean, that's. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. been there since day one. Uh, yeah, Jordan was Cody... also saying Sorry, uh, McMahon is still a top shareholder, uh, he believes. Oh, is for, he? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he, yes, he's still the chairman of the board. He just sold the company to the, the team. Right. Whatever. Whatever the, the endeavor. That's who. So he sold the company to them, but he still owns the majority of the shares, I think, and is the chairman of the board. Chris, it's still a publicly traded company, right? Like it there's, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're going to collapse the one stock they have. They just have a new one. I, I don't know what, like, what it will be, but it'll be like a UFC, WWE stock together. Uh, I got you. That makes sense. If they're going to mm -hmm. run it as one giant promotion. Now they got that slap fighting now, too, that they're... That's dumb. That's Holy them, too, thing. isn't it? Yeah, 100% is. Yeah, yeah, that's them, too. On the, on, right. I think that was initially on the UFC side, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but like pre-merger, I think they started this. Well, I think it was already a thing, and I think they just bought it and started promoting it. Is is what I'm gathering out of that? I believe it's they bought another outfit. That's what I mean. Like it, uh, it existed, and then yes. Dana White and then bought it, and then they started to promote it. Correct. And now it's like a thing, which mm. I don't know if you guys haven't seen this. I mean, hey, hold on. <laughs> to each your own. I'm not going to cast judgment. I was just going to say, don't waste your time. But I mean, it literally is two people male and or well males sorry you know what i'm not even gonna get into the gender roles so i don't want to dip my foot into that but uh it, two people on either side of it like essentially like a, almost like an arm wrestling table but they're not arm wrestling they just slap each other in the face and i don't know the rules it just seems like one person falls down so i guess the other person wins or like what well, i don't i don't what happens if they both fall i don't even know it it seems really well, it's stupid each, it's each their turn right they yeah. First one slaps, then the next one slaps, and it's right. first one to fall, right? Like, first one to get nuts, slap the Not shit the out of the fuck them. out. Yeah, I don't, I, it, uh, <laughs> I don't, that's, it seems Listen, like the dumbest thing. It, it does heard of, seem but. dumb, but I've seen some knockouts, man, that, like, watch brutal, boxing. What are you doing? Like, knockouts. I don't, uh, are Listen, there rankings like, for it? Face, like, can I can I join the slap league slap. and like and like and like work my way up the indie circuit up the ladder and become a professional slapper? Probably. You probably oh, can. That would be great. You probably can. Do they have a senior division? Because that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to. <laughs> you beat me to it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. If I could, uh, uh, I want to jump into some of these comments. Some people have left. Just yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you Megan, what do you want us to? Uh, going back to Megan, she says, that was a Rey Mysterio girl. He still wrestles. So he is still on WWE. He recently teamed with his son, Dominic. Who seems like uh, he's a bit of a piece of shit. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the is best he... character, yeah. He, he's yeah, he's a heel, right? Yeah. He's not a... Yeah, so yeah. when they brought him in, he was like, I'm wrestling with my dad. This is so cool. They won the tag team belts. So they're their only like father-son combo to win the tag belts. No, oh, I didn't know that. And then the Judgment Day, which is like a group Wait. of heels... Uh, they came around there, and so Rhea Ripley, who's like this monster of a woman, is she was the current champion. So she saw Dominic and like got in his head and like got him away from his good old dad, and now he's like this bad guy, and he's got this like, you know, 
<laughs> bad influence of a girlfriend, we'll say. So he feuded with his dad. He wrestled his dad at WrestleMania. Them women, yeah. they'll get you. So the people who, again, who don't know what WrestleMania is, WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. So he wrestled his dad at WrestleMania, and now he's playing this bad guy, and he's like just antagonizing his dad at every turn. Who won? Cool. I think Ray won at WrestleMania, if my memory is right. It was like a month ago. I'm surprised I can't remember. That's a little Hold scary. Hold on. But <laughs> wrestling is such a hugely uh, generational sport. There's so it's it's there's such a ridiculous amount of nepotism. You're telling me a father son team has never held tag belts in never a major wrestling promotion before? Really? Wow. Not in WWE. Damn. Maybe elsewhere, but yeah, not in WWE. Yeah, because I, I feel we haven't crazy, had man. a lot of father son wrestling at the same time, right? Like you got to remember these guys. Like, like specifically the WWE guys, when they started, they were on the road like three hundred like forty days a year, right? Now their kids are yeah. Older, so. so they don't they don't have kids until later in life. So by the time their kids are old enough to wrestle, they're old men and no longer wrestling, right? I feel like Jordan says you know, Ray won, so thanks, Jordan. <laughs> Refresh Ray won. There you go. There you go. Uh, Dominic just beat him, I think, on SmackDown last week. I think they had a match maybe the week before where they. Dominic actually won with some assistance from the Judgment Day. Is Jordan put yes from Mommy is <laughs> Rhea Ripley. That's her thing. She's Mommy. Uh, so he's around still. Ray. Um, WrestleMania. Chris Skilling says WrestleMania one was Hogan and Mr. T versus Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. That's who. Hey, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. Yes, Look at that, that was them. Uh, Jamie C was when Undertaker dragged Diesel through the ring to hell. That still ha that did still happen up until like three years ago. They would drag someone through the ring. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Because Und Undertaker would leave, then he would come back, and then he would just be all super powery and supernatural. That's and a would... great gimmick. I love it's like the, the super powered. It's the best. that would come out through the ring, and you know you're the cast would stage, open like, and. and yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Scared the crap out of me when I was like 10. <laughs> uh, Chris Skilling says, I stopped watching after I stopped wrestling. I saw Chris say he used to wrestle in Windsor. Uh, if he's still watching, what was your, your name when you wrestled? Maybe I know people who know you. Possibly. Six degrees of separation here on the Geek Boutique Podcast. Exactly. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Uh, Jordan says, do you know a reputable co uh, school near Cambridge? Um I know a couple wrestling schools. Uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He was, he was, you, you can do that, but he was actually asking our, our friend Steve about, uh, I think it was, was he not asking about reputable RMTs? Uh, you know, a reputable one near Cambridge. He, he was actually talking to, oh, to okay. collaborated cosplays. Like they all need an RMT. So it's for those of you that don't oh, know, our yeah. boy oh, Bruce yes, work, works as an RMT. So I agree. Yes, we all need one. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Uh, Sam, did It'd you want to maybe rub me down now? But Knuckles Luciano, oh, that's a yeah, name I imagine? do not know, but yeah, I'll ask some friends, maybe they know. Uh, Knuckles Luciano, that's a great, uh, name. <laughs> aka St. Thomas Backman. Um, right. Sam, do you want to yes. run us through some of the fights? Because obviously, we've got some of the wabam, yes, some I'm really excited posters. for this one you got so. Uh, so Jesse Bieber, bad guy. Any relation? You'd have to ask him, but I want to say probably. Uh, so Jesse Bieber, he's wrestling's pop star. I'm going to roll my eyes at that because we all do. Uh, so Jesse Bieber, glitz and glam, rock star, pop star guy. He's going to take on Jeremy Elliott, 
world champion, world sport karate hall of famer. So this is, I came up with this just by mistake. Didn't even realize it was a rhyme, but we have glitz and glam versus karate man. So I'm excited for this one because it's going to be like a super different contrast of styles because Jesse is obviously not a karate guy and karate is karate man. Uh, karate man, this is what you just refer to him as karate man, Jeremy Elliott. So karate man, literally world champion can tap you out six ways to Sunday. So I'm excited for this one myself. <laughs> this one I think is going to be a sleeper of a, of a match. What, 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 what happened? Easy on we this is why we can't have nice things. Wow. Jesus. There we go. So there's Cody Deaner, uh, current Impact uh, Wrestling star Cody Deaner. He will be at the show. We don't know who he's going to wrestle. When are we finding out? At the, uh, show. the show. At the show. He'll find yeah. out. That's right. He won't tell us who he's wrestling. Yeah, I've asked him. He's I'm not telling you. you got to find, find out the show. Uh, hey, man. So that I guy knows how to do promotion. Do, That's yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's going to have an open challenge or something, but you will find out May 20th. Excellent. So here we go. Here's Channing Decker. Uh, he is the champion of Greek Town Wrestling out of Toronto. Uh, he has he's known as the White Bronco. That's a sweet name, if you ask me. He also has a more hardcore style, so he has a lot of ECW tributes in his appearance and uh, gimmick. I don't want to call it a gimmick because the guy is himself. Uh, so he has a lot of ECW appeal so if you get if you were ecw guys you may get a vibe from him that way he has wrestled rob van dam i think three times over the past year uh once in toronto and i think once in nova scotia and once in somewhere in the states i'm just there's just a guess if it's uh virginia or something um so he has wrestled rvd a few times so he's coming down to niagara falls to take on tiberius king one of our co-owners I'm just going to jump into comments for a second. Mr. Stumbles, ZZ says, Tiberius King is a living legend. He worked at Kelsey's car dealership and wrestled at the same time. All of this is true. So Tiberius, he is the man. He was originally scheduled to wrestle Chris Chambers. However, there was a scheduling conflict, so Chris Chambers is not appearing. So now Channing Deckard has accepted the King's Open Challenge, and we're going to have a battle. Now we got the ladies. Women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. So we have... Silesia Sparks, she's out of Toronto. She's going to take on KC Spinelli. It's big K, little C, get it right, or you're in trouble. <laughs> big K, little C, Spinelli. She's out of Guelph. So these ladies uh, have been wrestling for about, I want to say, 10 years apiece. Uh, so they are well-traveled, well-rounded, very athletic competitors, and this is going to be an excellent fight. You guys will like this one, because we have Scotty the Body, so he has pure power. He's going to take on Daddy Davis, who has the dad strength. Scotty the Body is, if I had to describe him. Call me is, Daddy. He is the <laughs> he's great shirt. Uh, so Scotty the Body has, he is the ultimate warrior and Sting put together, if I had to describe him. And he's taking on Daddy Davis, like I said. World, world class contender. Very strong, very uh, technically savvy. But if you're not careful, he can tie up in knots and make fun of you at the same time. And has a glorious mustache. Glorious mustache. Glorious. Glorious. There oh, he yes. is. Yes, there's the man himself, Sean Spears. He is putting on a wrestling seminar uh, uh, for anyone who registers previously. Uh, if, you are a, if you are a trained wrestler, it doesn't matter uh, your skill level. If you have just any training, if it's any any experience level, 
yeah, you are welcome to attend. Uh, please DM us on either Facebook or Instagram at GoNeoPro to sign up. Uh, the cost is $50, and you learn from the man who taught Cody Rhodes how to wrestle. Um, we, ha we have it on tape, Cody Rhodes saying, Sean Spears taught me how to wrestle when he was in the, uh, in the farm league of OVW. So learn from one of the best. Uh, he's helped me out. He never had to. I was having some like trouble refereeing. I didn't know how like some things tied into the show. And he pulled me aside one day and he's like, hey, man, uh, this is what you got to do. So he broke things down for me and he explained it. And I'm always grateful that he did that. Can you help our boy Rob here? Rob, the bad guy, a Geeks and co-founding member. I have dad strength. I was wondering if I could <laughs> wrestle. It looks like the answer is yes. Absolutely. I, I, trained. I don't. I, I would don't pay know. every penny in my current savings account to watch Rob wrestle. Oh, please make it happen. Give it to me. I need it. His gimmick is getting his butt kicked every time and throwing my back. Oh, uh, uh, maybe wrestling. Is I don't doubt his strength, but his back. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. Let's make sure Rob they, doesn't they, die. They have a word here. for those guys. Uh, they're called jobbers. Uh, Rob, that's that's what those Jade guys jobbers. do. Yes. Enhancement talent. And yes, you are you are out. You're with Al Snow in the job squad. That's that's who you're with <laughs> on that one. That's for sure. So. so that's just the same poster again. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Battle of the heavy hitters. Uh, so. I try not to pick a winner here because both these these guys are my friends. So I don't want to pick one over the other. But Tarek, super athlete, uh, just super well-rounded wrestler. Uh, Vince Valor, Invincible Vince. He is the last graduate of the Neo Dojo, which was the school we had during the second run uh, when Neo was operating in 2010 to 2013. So he's the last graduate from the dojo. So he is looking to come home. Like I said, it is homecoming. So he is coming home, and I don't think he's going to take kindly to Tarek uh, coming on his territory. It's Battle of the Beards. Yes. Ah, oh, yes. My, another favorite of mine. So we have the Deadly Venoms. Uh, Jake O'Reilly on the left, Tornado on the right, versus the Italianos, Stickball, Tony Carboni, and Primo Scordino. Both of these teams have been tag teams for about 15 to 20 years. And they have never faced off in a tag team match against each other. So at Neo, first time ever, Deadly Venoms versus Italianos. Italianos are from Niagara Falls, like I've mentioned. They are the homegrown heroes. And the Deadly Venoms said, we had enough of these guys. So they're coming to take them out. As you do. So yeah. I, these guys, I guess most of them go from promotion to promotion. And they work, I'm assuming, as much as they can. Um, are, are other than, than Sean Spears, are there a lot of these guys that are full-time wrestlers or are they mostly the kind of guys like your buddy uh, Tiberius here who do a couple different things? Um, who wrestles professionally? Channing Decker, he, I know he does that for his shoot job. Yeah. Uh, that is his, that is his bread and butter. Um, the other guys, they do wrestle very regularly. Like I want to say like every week, basically you, you have 52 weeks in a year. They're wrestling 51. Right. So they may not be on TV, but a lot of them should be on TV because they're that mm -hmm. good. Like Ontario is like Jordan, if he's in the, still here, like Jordan can attest to this. Like these guys, uh... Ontario is a secret bed of talent because everyone in the States are like, well, we don't need Canadians. We have such a larger audience of wrestling and guys who can wrestle in America that they don't really look at Canada. 
so recently impact wrestling has been running here a lot more often and they've been slowly like plucking people from Canada. which is so dumb because case. the wwf slash e has always had such a huge amount of canadian born wrestlers yes. in the promotion literally from the jump that's so funny that you're saying that that's the attitude that they like yeah. turn their nose up at canadian wrestlers and yet canadian wrestlers have been essentially the backbone the heart the jericho benoit edge and christian freaking like I, no it's it's ridiculous so how many. many dude dude rowdy roddy piper was canadian roddy, roddy piper like it's there's, yeah that's what i'm saying like that's crazy that they're just turning their nose up at you guys and yet there probably wouldn't be the wwe product today if it wasn't for canada's contribution to the world of wrestling but anyways sorry i had to, had to jump in there on that one mm -hmm. <clears throat> Mr. Stumble ZZ says the Italianos are missing Tiberius King, the third band. That's a, another deep cut reference. So uh, there's been times where one of the Italianos couldn't make the show or, they, you know, they'd be injured or whatever. So Tiberius King would sub in. <laughs> so he was the, the unofficial Italiano. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Get your tickets, guys, because it's coming up fast. May 20th, you said you got next, nine days? Next Saturday, next Saturday, 7 o'clock. Columbus yeah, Club of Niagara Falls. Tickets at goneopro.ca. Get them now. They're going fast. Obviously, you're going to be there. I'll be there. I'm photographing all the action. You'll see me. Uh, if you see me, say hey. You're going to see all the wrestling. You're going to see great show. I'm super thrilled about this show. Like I, we we were, we're on a, a tour last night. We were putting up posters just around town. This is one final push. And we're like, you guys, like mm -hmm. it's nine, ten days away, and there's that like silence for a second. We all went like, oh. Oh my god, <laughs> the goosebumps happened. We're like, let's go, yeah, we're ready to awesome. go. Awesome, can't wait, folks. Go, uh, make sure you go follow uh, go Neo Pro also on Instagram. Um, you're running that page, right? I am, yes. Um, so there's going to be a lot of pictures from the event, and, and absolutely, yes. we are again, we are revealing the main event tomorrow. Uh, sometime during the day, I'm not sure of the time, but we are revealing the event tomorrow, so you'll see. Who's going to wrestle who in the main event of the first show in 10 years? Woo! Excellent. I'm excited. You want to wrap uh, this up, Mr. J.S. Belongs? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, before we go, Sam, do you want to pitch your personal stuff as well? Your Absolutely. Your Instagram and for socials? Sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, yes, we're for wrestling, we are at GoNeoPro. Uh, for my own personal stuff, my cosplay, my leather work, my prop making all, all that good stuff i'm at sino creative and for my photo portfolio slash photo blog i'm at sino photo and that's sino f-o-t-o -O. so i'll have all my wrestling stuff there I forgot about that account Pro. that's yeah. right yeah okay. i don't post there a whole lot but now that i have some more content i'll be putting more things up mm -hmm. there and once this show is done i hope to get back to costume making and <laughs> kind of relax for a bit and i'll see all you guys at niagara falls as well yeah Hell yeah, you will. And then I'll Jeff. be at Fan, I'll be at Fan Expo as well. Sweet. Yes. Nice. Already. Uh, myself and Altered State Cosplay, we were both going. So shout out to Brent. So we'll be there. Yeah, I can't wait to see you there. We, uh, we're going to be finalizing our plans for Fan Expo. I, that's what I want to ask. If you guys had like a lineup or a theme that day. Yeah, we will. We're going to have a lineup and a theme for sure, uh, which we're hoping to be able to announce shortly. But we have to agree on that first. <laughs> this is the thing, right? But we keep uh, adding people to the team, and now there's so many voices, and now we're just trying to like it's like herding cats, right? Like, well, that's okay. I mean, no, it's you good. Know, no, it's good. For sure. We just have to sit down and figure it out, and which yeah, we're going to exactly. do over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, we don't really have any events coming up in the next couple of weeks. I think the next thing is going to be Niagara, which, like I said, we're not really there in any kind of real official capacity. 
Um, Who's there to have a good time? Yeah, I mean, we're going to go there. We're going to crash the party and, uh, you know, hopefully shut down the con and, uh, you know. You didn't invite us. All about. So we crashed. That's all we're right. gonna do. I'm gonna like pull a mouth of the stuff, Jenny Hart. I'm gonna have a megaphone. It's gonna have dude. We've been talking guys. about getting like flags Rocket. to put yeah, on our dude. backs Absolutely. when we walk around. Yeah. And we'll set up having, a table like, a right out stand. front. That's yeah, right. we'll just have our own booth right, right out front. front. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do. Oh, I forgot <laughs> one one thing before we go. Can you get the poster back up on the screen for a sec? Yes, I could totally do I that. I forgot about one thing. One thing that's very important. I'm very ashamed I forgot to mention it. Uh so there we go. So at the, the lower third, you'll see the logo for Community Crew. Uh, Community Crew is a charity organization. They are putting lunches together for kids in need. Uh, so a lot of kids, one in six children in Niagara right now go to school hungry. So Community Crew is a, vol a volunteer organization assembling lunch for all these kids that go without. Uh, they have put together 4,000 lunches uh, every month. So oh, wow. if you are coming to the show, or even if, let's say, you can't come to the show, you still want to help out, we are accepting school-safe snacks at the door. And if you want to stay, stick around for the show, you will get a ticket for the door prize. Nice. Yeah, so if you, you are coming out, please bring us your snacks. Give us your snacks. <laughs> Excellent. Jeff? You got Niagara, anything? Uh... Niagara in no, three Niagara. weeks. And I can, I yeah. can spill a little bit of beans. Uh, Four City Comic Con here in London uh, on June 24th has asked me to come back again as a guest. Uh, yeah. I'll be doing judging, uh, not people uh, as I typically do, but uh, the cosplay contest. I'll be there as a cosplay contest judge. So uh, you should see stuff start to roll out for that convention uh, here pretty soon because we're not too far away. We're only a little over a month away. So uh, June 24th here in London, Ontario, I believe it's in Centennial, Centennial Hall is for City Comic Con. So be there and be square. And then, yeah, Niagara Falls. I should be posting my lineup uh, here probably this week. I'm just finalizing stuff now and going to be a good time. Get to me early, because uh, if you see me too late in the day, uh, any one of those three days, I'm going to be fucking loaded. So, yep, it's going to be that kind of con. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, when I post my lineup, I'm going to be giving you at least a hint on what uh, our buddy Crazy Mike Cosplay is going to be doing on Saturday at Niagara Falls Comic Con. Kids, strap in for that one, because... Ooh, Nelly, I'm not going to spill the beans here, but... Uh, you don't want to miss it is all I'm going to say. It's, oh, I do know what you're doing. Yeah, you, you told me yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, just, I just clicked. Yeah. It's uh, worth the price it's, of tickets. It's, I don't, it's something. Just to go see Mike. Now, yeah. let's be honest. Is, is, it, is it a big costume? Is it like physically no, big? I, I no. will tell I will tell you as soon as we're off the air. So yeah. Okay. Right. Doing. Uh, last okay. year, you guys yeah. did um, Anchorman. Anchorman, which was a massive hit. I think this may cause a lot more commotion. <laughs> well, it's he's certainly going to. This is going to be one of those nice ones where, like, nobody's going to notice me at all. I'm just going to be his sidekick. It's going to be great. But, yeah, I'll, I'll – yes, I will. Yes, you guys will see it. Anyways, guys. Hey, listen, everybody. Whoever stuck with us through this crazy show, thank you so, so much. Uh, if you're listening to us on one of your favorite podcast platform, thank you again. But come and check us out on YouTube. Give us a follow. Click that like button. It really helps out the algorithm. It helps propagate these videos through the YouTube burst. I think that's going to be it for this week, though. Make sure you stay geeky, everybody. I'm sure we'll see you next week. See y'all later. Remember to go Neo Pro May 20th.
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything. 